Welcome to Beyond the Call, brought to you by Start Church. We hope you enjoyed the upcoming podcast and hope this time is empowering, inspiring, and helpful as you pursue the dream God has put in your heart. The participants of this podcast are not attorneys, and this recording is not to be considered legal advice. Please contact your local attorney's office where needed. Enjoy today's podcast. Well, we're super excited uh, today to have one of the key executives here at Start Church, uh, Lester Ruiz. Lester is the vice president of our Spanish development. And Lester, we are super excited that you uh, have time to be with us on the podcast. Excellent. Thank you so much, Nathan, for having me. It is a pleasure to be here. So for those of you guys that don't know Lester and haven't, uh, don't know the story here, a few years ago, what year was it that we started the Spanish division? Uh, four ago. All the way from June 26. Wow. So we have been going several years now. We made the decision and said, we want to start a division of Star Church that puts all of the services that we have, all of the products as much as we can into the first language of, uh, of Spanish, you know, for the first um, language for so many people. And so we've done that. Lester, you've taken it and run forward. And you're just one of those guys that we're so glad is on the team. So um, what's it like? Tell us what it's like leading the Spanish department here at Star Trek. Well, uh, first of all, I want to say thank you. It is a privilege really to, um, to, to lead the pastors and to lead the team uh, to be able to present solutions. You know, every time I, I have the privilege to be in front of pastor, to speak, to encourage, to have that conversation on the phone, definitely all I hear is, I'm looking for a partner. I'm looking for that specific partner to help me in the life of my ministry. So it is a privilege to lead the Spanish division and to bring that solutions to the pastoral community and say, hey, we are the partner. We're also praying for you. You know, as you're praying for us, we are praying for you. And it's so uniquely how God uh, create that divine appointment between the pastors and yeah. Star Church. You know, it is a completely privileged. So um, that's what it is. You know, every time that we have a call, we say, Pastor, this is a divine appointment. How can we support you? And at the end of the conversation, we hear the pastor saying, how I didn't know about you guys before. Yeah. And it is a blessing to really, really partner with you. And especially when they hear we are here for the life of your ministry. Yeah. How, why do you think it's so important to have a, a department where the language is is in Spanish. That's that's their their native tongue. What what why do you think that's so important? You know, the Hispanic community definitely is one of the most or fastest growing community right now in the U.S. And uh, for us to position ourselves and really to do what we're supposed to do as the body of Christ. Mm. And I say, you know what, the body of Christ. In the body of Christ, we speak so many different languages. And right now, Star Church, we have the opportunity to go ahead and reach that community and say, hey, we can definitely help you. We can definitely bring solutions to you. Many pastors, uh, until today, they're still struggling. You know, they don't fully, you know, they're not able to, to say, I know all the laws. I know all the publications that the IRS has. I don't know what to do, what to say. Yeah. How can I approach the IRS? So this is why it's so important for us to keep doing this and support the body of Christ represented in so many different states uh, in the Hispanic uh, community. That's so great. You know, for me, I was in some of the early conversations 
when we've talked about starting this division. And I remember feeling just in my heart saying, I want the Spanish speaking pastors and churches to feel honored. Like your language matters to us and we're going to do whatever we can uh, to get the services and the products we have into the, the first language, you know, that, that you, you've grown up with. And I remember uh, we said, what we need is the leader. The way we operate here at Star Church, we got lots of ideas. When God provides the leader, we'll move on the ideas. I remember the day uh, that we connected with you and it was a game changing day. You were the right leader for the right time. For those that are listening and don't know you, catch us up in your story. Uh, how did you come to faith in Christ and how'd you, how'd you land in Star Church? Yeah, definitely. Star Church was an answer of my prayers. I was definitely praying uh, for a place where uh, I was going to be personally, I was going to be uh, an impact, you know, to the pastors. Uh, I prayed this small prayer a long time ago. I'm also an ordained minister. I was in ministry for 15 years, yeah. but I had one small request and I said, God, uh, allow me to lead leaders. Mm -hmm. That's what I ask. Allow me in my lifetime. Can you allow me to lead leaders? And then I received a call from Star Church. And, you know, and I think that was a God moment yeah. when, um, and then Star Church says, you know what? Can you do conferences? Can you go ahead and travel? And then yeah. I was in front of so many leaders at that moment when I did my first conference. I actually remember that prayer. And that's what was one of the testimonies that I shared with the pastor that many of them, they were just, you know, in tears because. I brought the story of hope and saying, God will answer the desires of your heart like he did to me. He definitely answered the desires of my heart when I knew that I was now in the position to lead other leaders. So I asked this, this question, you know, and he definitely answered me that question. So being in ministry for 15 years, leading in different uh, leadership capacity, also in the business, in the corporate world for 11 years, managing in other companies. Um, so it's, it's been a privilege, you know, now that I have to be leaving and what God called me to do as he answered faithfully my, my, my request. That's great. Well, at the time of this recording today is June 26, 2020. And if you're listening to this podcast, we are still in the midst of a lot of change. Uh, we've had the COVID-19 pandemic we've been working through. Lester, you mentioned the word leadership, so I want to talk to you as a leader. You're leading our, one of our fastest growing departments in our company, and you had to lead through a pandemic. Talk to us about your initial um, leadership through this. What, what did you begin to see, and how did it begin to change your leadership in your department? One of the things about leadership, you know, uh, concepts that I have is the willingness to do what, the right thing that no one else is willing to do. I go always to Mark chapter one, all the way from verse 40 to 45, when actually the men with leprosy asked Jesus, you know, are you willing to heal me? And Jesus was so quick to respond. And he says, I'm willing. So in a, in a, a person with leprosy at that time was considered a person that was unclean. So what taught me about leadership is the servant leadership where are we willing to really do the work that no one is willing to do? So that's the mission that I have, you know, to actually inspire the pastor in the middle of a pandemic time, in the middle of crisis. Are, we have to go back to the cross and remind ourselves, are we willing to do what it takes to keep preaching the gospel, to keep teaching the gospel? Can we exchange what is the crisis for creativity in this moment? So that's what we're doing. We're inspiring pastors to go 
from point A to point B. Definitely, we can do it until today, apply what leadership is, especially what Jesus did, you know, what Jesus did. He's, I'm willing to do this. Things that no one else was willing to do. And that's the concept of leadership that I bring. And every time I have the privilege, you know, to speak to a pastor. Are people in your community dealing with loss of jobs, financial troubles, or even lack of food? With the current events we are facing in our country, you may find an increase in benevolence requests at your church. You may even find yourself buried in requests and not even sure where to begin. Because of this, we created the Call to Care Suite for ministry leaders and pastors to have a resource as they create and establish their benevolence program. In Call to Care, you will learn how to qualify the need, establish a benevolence program, engage in counseling through benevolence, and so much more. Purchase Call to Care today so you can establish your benevolence program and love and equip those in need. So how do you think things are changing right now? Leading through this type of pressure and crisis, what are you learning about leading in crisis? Yeah, definitely. Learning is one of the main things that we're doing right now. One of the things that I learned in life is to keep learning, you know, and one of the things that this crisis, this pandemic actually is giving us an opportunity. And there's three things about opportunities. Um, it's about showing up, step up and stand out. I think it's a time for us to really say, you know what, instead of running from that, uh, for, from those challenges, I yeah. think those challenges are are definitely opportunities for us to keep learning, opportunities for us to say there is a way, a creative way to definitely to definitely lead with these challenges. So we're still learning, we're still creative, we're creating resources, we're talking to more pastors, we're listening to more pastors. What is the main need right now for your organization, for you guys to position yourself to win? And so give me those three things again. You said to... So the first one is... Is the concept of driving uh, opportunities, which is show up, step up, and stand out. So mm -hmm. I think is okay. We show up to conferences. We take action to do that. We step up. We create plans, and then standing out is shining the light of Jesus in the community. How can we be creative in the middle of that? Maybe we can take and and maybe a pastor can say hey you know what i want to reach that community it's time for us to do a community development corporation yeah. what is that we can definitely help you maybe is connecting a business you know through the church and say hey i need a for-profit arm now because we don't want to depend on the, of the tithing offerings that we've been depending for so long so leading through crisis has been helping us to be creative in the middle of of these challenges and take the challenges as an opportunity for us to take our ministry to the next level. Well, you know, what I hear you saying is leading through crisis has a lot to do with creativity. Creativity being I'm responding, right, to what's going on. I'm not being rigid. And I know one of the things for you, we've been really impressed in the company here, is how you've pivoted to uh, webinars, being able to connect with more people on webinars. Tell me about why that came about and what you're seeing uh, people connecting yeah, definitely that we needed to make sure that the pastors also are being empowered to really being engaged with what's going on right now. And one of the things that I learned in ministry, and I think in the business world as a leader, is two different things. 
uh, reactionary is completely different than being available to be creative. Yeah. So we don't want to just, you know, be reactionary to the situation. I think we want to take the situation and say, God, you are bigger than my situation. Position us, giving us a strength and joy to go ahead and keep moving forward. So, yeah. you know, I have the privilege, uh, Nathan, to, to speak in from 178 pastors. These are 178 pastors that are saying, you know what? The gospel needs to be preached. We still, we, we still have a mission. We still have um, a commitment with the Lord to keep preaching and teaching the gospel. How can we do that? So right now, all of us with Star Church and the pastor, we're just uniting through virtually, you know, having conferences that say, let's pray together and find out, uh, you know, a, a strategic points, a strategic anchors for us to go ahead and take our ministry to the next level. So I heard you say the other day the gospel is in quarantine. That's correct. What do you mean by that? Yeah, that means that, you know, in the middle of any situation, we got to remember, and this is something that I think it will be helpful to remember, situations will always happen. Situations will find out maybe this is not the last pandemic. We might have another one in the next five years and 10 years. But we're going to position our hearts and our mind to be able to be creative in the midst of situation. Maybe pastors that are listening to us right now, they had a situations every Sunday, or maybe they had a legal situation. Maybe they had a, a family situation. We don't know. Financial situations. Sure. We always going to be finding out um, that there are so many ways that are going to be against what we're, we're trying to do. Right now we're facing this pandemic. So we're saying, hey, there's a lot of pastors that are saying the gospel is not you know, we're not going to stop preaching the gospel because of the pandemic. We're going to go ahead and raise our white flag and we're going to keep moving forward. Yeah. So even if their churches are closed, their buildings are closed, the church is still open. Church is still moving. Correct. Is that what you're hearing? So I know that even in um, March, April, May, you guys, the Spanish department has started a lot of churches. We've been able to partner. They've been using our Start Right program, really telling us how they want to set up their organization. We've been matching them with some of our uh, free clerical services, and they're getting their their churches started. What are you hearing them say? What did, What are you hearing from people that say, I know it's a pandemic, but I've got to get started on my ministry? What are you hearing from them? One of the, I will say, uh, I get a little bit emotional every time I think about how pastors that were saying, you know what, through the Start Right program, this is what I need, and this is why we need to make sure that we have the right content. And this is very, very important to hear for those leaders that are listening to us. Having the right content will make sure that your organization will prevail against all those changes that are going to go against your ministry. For example, if you have, through the Start Right program, we, you're going to be able, pastor that are listening, you're going to be able to incorporate your organization, you're going to be able to ordain other pastors through your church. That means that your church is going to have the authority to be represented legally through a minister. And that minister is going to have the privilege to do all those ministerial tasks and responsibility that are giving also to other people that represent the law in this country. So, so many different things. But at the end of the day, Nathan, is the content. The activities that we have in ministry needs to be the reflection of the content that we have in our constitution or in our bylaws, in our policies. So that's why it's so important that it's start right. Many pastors, they heard about start right and they say, I definitely saying yes to the right content for me to do ministry and to protect 
what God called us to lead. Yeah, that's great. I love hearing the boldness. I always feel like right now, I know, I think we started, a, you know, we're a part, partnering with 100 churches uh, through some of the COVID stuff here. And I was so impressed by people that are taking bold steps of faith in these that's right. very uncertain times. Uh, yeah. We get the honor to serve them. It's not stopping, you know, after the, the radio program that we have, and we have the privilege also to speak to pastors through those platforms, you know, they're very impressed. They're saying so-and-so company, they're stopping, but definitely during this pandemic, pastors are still saying yes to keep moving forward. So you talk with a lot of, of church planners. I know people uh, always are asking questions. And so what kind of questions are you hearing from pastors and ministry leaders right now? What are, what are the big challenges on their minds? Yeah, definitely. Uh, they have the ordination, for example, this morning. I just uh, spoke to a pastor uh, today that was having a lot of questions about ordination. Mm. Is the IRS confirming? Is Do they see that my ordination is valid? They have a publication that is called 517. That publication talks about how the IRS see and recognizes the, in the validation of an ordination of a minister. Now, in the church world, we see, we focus more in God's calling. We say, we're going to lay hands on you. We're going to send you. And because of that, we think that we can legally do what we're supposed to do, like do marriages and everything else. Yeah. So at this point, we're teaching the pastor, hey, you need to have what is called the, the ordination language and the articles of incorporation and your bylaws to be able to represent your church and for your church to be able to be represented by you. So all this, the ordination is a huge questions that we always ask. The other one is the 501c3. Do I need to have it or, or, or not? You know, and the question is, we cannot tell you that you, why you, that you have to have it. But, you know, we found out, we found out there are all this pandemic, especially churches that are willing, that are wanting to apply for the PPP loan. Definitely the 501c3 churches that are have a 501c3 they have a higher percentage to be approved than the ones that they don't have the 501c3 recognitions. And Nathan, is so many questions, but the two major ones that comes yeah. to my mind is the 501c3 and also the ordination. Wow. Let's look at, in the last couple of minutes here, Lester, talk to us about where you're going. I know, you know, at Star Church, we're always asking, what's the next challenge we can solve on behalf of ministers and pastors and ministry leaders? Uh, talk to us about where, what's happening in the Spanish division over the next six months. What do you see happening for the rest of the year through that department? We're going to continue uh, to offer um, and have uh, provide webinars. We're going to continue to engage with the pastors. You know, one of the privilege about the webinar is get, definitely they are connecting with us all the way from their living room, which is yeah. something thing. one of the pastors says, man, it took a pandemic for us to pray together and, yeah. together and get to know each other. So we're going to continue to engage. Also, we're going to keep providing resources for the pastors. That new resource is going to be a start sites creative in Spanish, which if, if pastors, they don't have platforms like a website, they're going to be able to collect funds. They're going to be able to collect uh, financial support all the way from the house. So start sites creative creates a website for them, allows them to have online giving. And I heard it's like in one hour. One hour is really fast, and they're going to be able to have the platform. Many pastors that I talk to, they're very excited. They can't wait to have that because many pastors, they were depending on congregants to come to the church. But now that they're, we're dealing with this situation, they're going to be able to 
collect extra financial support from their houses. Another one, which is a huge, many pastors are so excited about the CDC. The CDC is going to provide, which is an, another organization. This is another nonprofit organization. The pastors are taking action to open another neutral, non-religious organization that will allow them to apply for grants anytime. It doesn't matter if we have a pandemic or not. They're going to be able to apply for grants anytime, any year, and it's unlimited. This is one of the greatest news that we bring all the way to the pastoral community. It's unlimited. You can apply for grants anytime, and it's unlimited the amount of financial support that you can have for your church. So, what is the CDC? For those that don't know what a CDC is, what do those letters stand for? So it's a corporation development. It's a corporation development, community development corporation. Community Development Corporation, yeah. that's what it is. And it's one of the most powerful tools for any ministry yeah. right now. And pastors are definitely taking action and opening CDCs right now. Wow. Well, Lester, we appreciate where you're leading this department. It's always good to hear your passion for the, the Spanish-speaking church and to help you know, validate the call on people's lives and really help them protect what God has called them to lead. Hey, if people want to get in touch with you, uh, they maybe they're, they're, they speak Spanish or they know somebody who does and they want to start a church or ministry. How do they get in touch with you? And maybe even uh, you can say that in Spanish for those that, that you know, needed that. Yes, thank you so much. Eh, nos pueden llamar al número eh, que 678 678-830-2600. 678-830-2600. Nuestro website is startchurchespanol.com, startchurchespanol.com. So thank you so much, Nathan, for having me. It's going to be a privilege for pastors and leaders that are listening to us. Thank you so much for allowing us to serve you this way. Thanks for being on the podcast, Esther. Thank you for listening to Beyond the Call, brought to you by Start Church. If you have any questions about what you've heard today, please give us a call at 844-641-5718 or visit our website at startchurch.com. We hope you'll join us for the next episode of Start Church Beyond the Call. Start Church has helped thousands of churches and ministries protect what God has given them to lead. Check out our website at startchurch.com or feel free to call at 844-641-5718. We would be honored to serve you.